Welcome to Shorts with Tara and Jill. Hi, Tara. Hi, Jill. Can you hear me? You said that. <laughs> I can mouth- hear you, and all I can see is your mouth. <laughs> my mouth is you're all like, you're seeing today. <laughs> you're like one of those, you know, those um, annoying orange. You know, remember that show? It was like, yeah, that's what you look like. <laughs> I just oh, see your mouth. You know, um, okay. What? So just some fun for you today. Just some fun. We're going to send Tara a microphone because mm-hmm. we can't hear her. Um, okay. So I, I <laughs> you probably don't do this, but I don't think I'm alone in doing this. So when I have somewhere like important to go, not even important, just somewhere that requires some thinking about what I'm wearing. So whether it's like a trip or like going on the airplane or whether it's, um, you know, a dinner that I'm going to with Sean or, um, you know, or like a party or a bar mitzvah or whatever. I always like say to him, like, what are you wearing? But like, why, why does that matter? Right? Like, it's not like if he's, it's not like if he's wearing a certain, like, it's, I don't even know why I ask that. Right. Because it's not what you're going to, whatever he wears does not dictate what you're going to wear because he probably like a lot of men, well, not Sean, but like they tend to wear the same type of thing or same thing in a different way. I think he's maybe not like that because he has like great sense of style. But would the dic- no matter what Sean wears, would that dictate what you're going to wear? I mean, it's like within bands, right? So like they're categories. So if it's like a sport coat and pants and no tie, like that's like a category that would sort of put me in a bucket of – you know, types of outfits, kind of, although not really. Then when I think about it, I'm like, no, I really am just going to wear what I want to wear. So right. I don't know why I asked that. But it's some, it's, it like anchors. It anchors my choices a little bit. So what I do is I just announce, this is what I'm wearing. <laughs> and nobody, nobody cares. But then Kevin will get dressed and say, how does this look? And he does ask me, does it look okay? And yeah, it looks great, but this is what I'm wearing. <laughs> yeah, because like you don't want to be, you don't want to be all like dressed up and he looks like a schlump or vice versa. Like I don't want Sean to like put on like a three piece suit and then I decide I'm wearing like a sweatsuit with a blazer. <laughs> right. <Yeah. laughs> Which actually, you should try that. It might look pretty cool. <laughs> it might. Um, I actually had a moment the other day where I was traveling back from somewhere and I was like, it was a really early morning flight. And of all the stuff that I had brought to wear with me on my trip, I had not worn my sweatpants. And I was like, oh, I'm dying to wear my sweatpants on the plane. <laughs> but then, then I was like, I just can't. You know, I'm a 53-year-old woman. Like, I got to look. I can't look like I'm like a college kid. <laughs> well, it's funny. I went on a trip with a bunch of people for a birthday party, and we were going somewhere warm. And so um, all of us literally – I'd say five women were wearing the exact same thing, but in a different way. We were all wearing, wow. well, I was wearing like a cargo pant, a shirt, and a denim jacket. Every single one of us had a denim jacket on, just like a different style, and a scarf. And it was so funny. I was like, wow, we all have like the same travel uniform, but it makes sense because then you, you know, you take off a layer and you're ready for the warm weather. But it was pretty funny. That is funny. 
I've decided I'm not a denim jacket person. I just, I have, I think three and I don't, I just, I, I want to be a denim jacket person. I like the way they look. I want to wear them. But every time I put it on, I'm like, nope, not wearing it. I don't know what it is. Yeah, I don't know. I never have seen you in a denim jacket. So maybe we got to do that this spring. We'll style it. If you have it, you should wear it. We just have to figure out how. I think the problem is that it's too form-fitting. Like I have a big one that I wear, like an oversized one that I wear once in a while. Um, but I wear jeans a lot. So like I can't – I feel like I can never wear like, you know, the ja- the Canadian yeah. tuxedo. But then when I I bought one, like a Levi's one that's a little more fitted to wear like over a sundress or whatever, but none of my dresses are really like sleek enough to wear under it. Like they have puffs or frills or something going on and it's all too tight. I feel like a sausage casing in it. (laughs) All right. Well, that's my job. This, I now know what I have to accomplish for the spring. Yeah, that's good. It's a good goal. Um, Okay, so I don't know if you've if you've been seeing this, and we've probably talked about this before, but I've been aggressively posting on LinkedIn, like once a week, Tara, once a week, aggressively. Oh, I see it. <laughs> so it, that's good, and it's not just like a small post. Let's put it out, out there. It's like a lengthy, thoughtful piece. Too lengthy, definitely too lengthy. I'm trying to shorten it, shorten it back. Like this week's no, post is a I lot would- shorter. No, I wasn't saying lengthy like in a bad way. I'm saying like no, you I put think a it's lot bad. Of... Oh, I no, don't. thank I, you. I actually... and I... Yeah, I pre- and I appreciate that. I just, I think it's too long. Like I, I'd get bored oh. reading it. <laughs> I just feel like it's a really good description. Everything you say is very valid and important, and so I actually really enjoy them. Thank you. Thank you. Um, so my last post last week was on um, finding those people in your life that are like the Bert to your Ernie, to borrow from Sesame Street. Did you ever watch Sesame Street growing up? Absolutely. Not only did I watch it growing up, I watched it when my kids would get up at 5 a.m. <laughs> so yes. <laughs> Who is your favorite character? Oh, that's a good question. I like the Grump. Oh, that's the Muppets. I was going to say the Grumpy Old Men, but that's the Muppets. But Sesame Street? Oscar the Grouch. Yeah, and Cookie Monster. Yeah. What about Some you? days I think I'm like a Snuffleupagus. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah. <laughs> Snuffleupagus and Eeyore are probably cousins. Yeah. You think? <laughs> um, so- but... I always thought Bert and Ernie were so cute with their like striped shirts and they're such different. They seem to be such different people, but, um, but they're always like, I don't know, just kind of helping each other out. And I love that. Do you have people like that in your life? You You don't have to say I'm, I'm that person. It's okay. Well, that was what came to mind at first. No, I was going to say, can you tell some, because not everybody who's listening has read what you posted, which they should. Can you kind of just give a synopsis of what what it was that you wrote? Yeah. So what I wrote about was uh, just the kind of notion that I think sometimes we take for granted when you find that person in your life, in your business life, I'm not really talking about like romantically, but in your business life, um, who is just gets you and is 
such a good compliment to you. So if it's, you know, like a formal relationship, if they're, whether they're an employee or a team member or a boss or a co-founder, like that, that person who just, you're just in sync with them. It doesn't mean you don't, it doesn't mean you get along all the time or you always agree on things, but they're, they're the person who, when you are, you're, you're sort of up against your weaknesses, they will step in and help out or vice versa. Um, and they know how to leverage your strengths. Like I think back to my, my, uh, one of my co-founders, Laura Bronner, who, um, you know, she and I would do pitch meetings together and she's more of the extrovert. I'm more of the introvert, but I led the pitch meeting because I was the CEO. So I would lead the pitch meeting, but I'd get exhausted because it's, it takes a lot out of me as an introvert to, um, to just like be so on for so long. And so when it came to questions, I could take a breath and Laura would step in and work her magic. And she answered the questions so much better than I could have answered the questions. Um, so it's just like finding that, that person, but it also could be somebody more informally, like outside of your, of your, you know, your, your job or your specific role who is just someone to like bounce things off of. Like, I think you and I do that Tara, like where I'll text you or you'll text me when we just need like a second set of eyes on something, but we just don't, it, it's sort of confidential and you don't really want like the whole world knowing and that you're asking for advice on this specific thing. Um, or it could be somebody to, to kind of keep each other accountable. So it could be, you know, like I have a couple of people who I, I have in my life who, you know, if whether we're on like a fitness kick or whether we're, we want to keep on track with work stuff, like we'll sort of set up a plan to like text each other and make sure we're on, on track and keep each other accountable. Um, so yeah, so I kind of think of that like a, it's like a Burton Ernie situation or a, it could be like a Laverne and Shirley <laughs> too. Um, but do you have other people in your life other than me, of course, um, who you consider like a Bert to your Ernie? Yeah, well, I think, first of all, I think it's so important in life to have that in your professional life and also your personal life. Professionally, it's definitely Jill, you. I do feel, well, I trust you. And I also know that you'll be honest and in a constructive way where it's not just kind of, you never judge, but you always lead in a way that's constructive and also give me some advice in a way that I can hear you, which I think is important because when in a business situation, you, you obviously you want, I want your opinion, but I also want to know what are the steps I could take to maybe change the, not that I'm looking for you to change it for me, but let's talk about like three things that maybe I can do, which is really constructive. Right. And I appreciate that personally. I have that with my friend Deb in LA. She's like literally the person that I call anytime, like anything that personally she's known me since I was started graduate school. So early, whatever, late mid twenties. So there's, she, I don't have to say much. I just have to say whatever it is. And that's, she gets it. So yes, I love that. I think it's really important in, um, in, in both ways, personally and professionally. Yep, definitely. Um, it's hard to find those people too. Um, and you know, that's why sometimes I like to call myself a pop-up business partner because sometimes I step into that role for founders. Um, because a lot of people choose to start companies on their own 
or they're just leading a company on their own. And it's lonely. It's really lonely because you feel like you don't really, really want to be vulnerable with your team and let on that you might not really know exactly what to do next. Um, and so uh, sometimes I stepped in, step into that role, but it's great if you can find that person. And they're also like lasting, right? Like even like you said, you knew your friends since, since graduate school, like they don't really expire. So even if you find a Bert in one of your um, relation, in one of your job roles or at some point period in life, it doesn't mean that they go away when that phase is over. They're still there. So that, um, I think it is so important to try to find those people. For me, it's even more important than finding a mentor. Like I don't really have, I don't really have a mentor. <laughs> yeah. I have but, to yeah, say. I think that for your, like for you say you're a pop-up, like that, I mean, I know you're much more than that, but I think that people need to know that that is one of your strengths. You have many, but that is a big strength of yours because people can call you from all different phases of their business. And like I said, you are a really good listener, but you also have ways to help guide whether you choose to take it or not, but you you give steps and ideas of what to do. And I think a lot of times we want somebody to hear us, which is really important, but we also want kind of steps or help navigating the next pieces to get myself out of this or just to have something to hang on to to move forward and that's why you're really good at what you do thank you thanks tara well if anybody needs a pop-up business partner let me know (laughs) and if anyone wants to talk about sesame street let us know we should talk about sesame street fashion someday tara because it's it is quite like abby cadabby I mean, yeah, a lot of good yeah. stuff. Good stuff. All right. Well, Jill, how do people reach you? Can you remind them? Uh, sure. So uh, you can reach me on my website is the best place. It's jrkadvisors.com. That's the best place. All right. Thank you. Bye. Thank you. Bye. We hope you enjoyed today's episode. We would love to answer any of your questions on future episodes of Shorts. Bermuda shorts, jean shorts, short shorts, boy shorts, tennis shorts, cargo shorts, pleated shorts, running shorts, board shorts.